let's not do a hey let's be excited for 2017 because i think that might have cursed let's also stop talking about 2016 let's stop talking about sadness and stuff all that yeah i agree just move on clean slate new year who dis (laughs) (laughs) Did, did you guys see the Mark Hamill reading Trump's tweets as the Joker. Oh, God, it was so great. No, I missed that. (laughs) I'm still laughing at it because it fits so perfectly. Yes. It's things like that, I think, that are going to, like, really help to carry us through the next four years. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. You know that's not those aren't the real words. Did you know that? Yeah, it's the real word is retarded. The word that I was going to say you shouldn't say. (laughs) I thought it was going to be sharded. I thought I I thought I already established that I haven't broken that habit yet. (laughs) I have not. I've used it like three times just today. So when when we get all these new listeners, because Trump is now tweeting about us. I'll have yeah. to just hide my head in shame because I say the R word all the time. Yeah, they're going to call us out for being yeah. Hippocrates. Yeah, well, now right. I want to hear Mark Hamill as the Joker reading Trump's tweet about us. Can we make this I happen? wish that Trump's tweet about us said that we were retarded. Oh, it's true. We are. Yeah. <laughs> we're like that um, that gif of David Duchovny in Californication where he says, it's true, yeah. I'm kind of retarded, retarded but, but I'm also, also kind, kind of, of amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that works. <sighs> That's us. So welcome back to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. (laughs) Retarded yet amazing show. New Year, same us. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Jenny, in case you forgot. I'm Lauren. I'm Peter. And, uh... All right, I don't even know how to get started. Like, well, I we kind of to do the fucking show. We kind of had a break for a little bit, so you know we're back. And um, wh- what have you been doing, Jenny? Uh, I'm stuck catch in us the up house. on your life. <laughs> stuck on the ha- stuck in the house, uh, you know, buried under twenty five feet of snow. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, basically, all we've been doing is playing Xbox and watching movies since mm-hmm. the snow started. And I'm fine with that. Like, this is the perfect excuse to, you know, just hang out around the house and chill out. And eat chili and fart. Y- yes, eating chili. I'm really glad I had bought a bottle of that poopery stuff and left <laughs> that in the bathroom. Because that that actually kind of works. Nice. I, I was impressed. <laughs> I, I uh, had vacation. I took a, a I took a staycation. There's a nice buzzword for you. Oh God! Um, <laughs> what right year is it? Right at the end of the year. Um, and uh, during that week, you know, my son was home from school, and he had a birthday. My kid is now 14. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought same. he was 12. He was 12 two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was 12 at one point. <laughs> He just turned 14, yeah. I I thought, like, he skipped a year or something. (laughs) (laughs) He time-traveled. He time-traveled, so he was born 14 years ago, but he's only 12. Well, the the weird thing is, it does seem like your son skipped a couple years there. Like, he was, like, a preteen, and then all of a sudden, he was a fucking grown-ass teenager overnight. Yeah, he's a fucking giant. So, Did um, you give him, like, hormones or steroids or something? He's just been drinking his milk on his own. Oh, you know that explains it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I threw a birthday party for him, and I was driving him back. I, he wanted to. He wanted to go to the movies, and then he wanted to go out for pizza. 
Uh, so we went to CC's, you know, the most disgusting pizza in the world. The cheap pizza place. Yeah, cheap pizza place. Um, and on the way back, him and his friend were playing with some toy in the back seat. And he was shoving the toy. His friend was shoving this toy in his face. Yeah, it was a sex toy. It was. Well, I'm getting to that. It kind of was. He's shoving this toy in his face, and my kid is like, oh, I get it. It's a lesbian. So I got upset that he's calling this toy a lesbian for no reason. And I'm like, why would you call it a lesbian? What? Why are you saying that that's a lesbian? And he said, oh, well, it has a really long tongue. And, you know, he was shoving it in my face. And I was like, so what you're saying is... Your face looks like a vagina. <laughs> I mean, did the did the did the lesbian confuse your nose for a giant clit and it just wanted to lick you? Yes. He's also probably too young to know who Gene Simmons is, so That's he, true. Yeah. But the, what I am proud of though is that he laughed and uh I said I'm really glad you can laugh about this. Uh don't call random objects lesbians cuz you think it's funny. And uh happy birthday pussy face. There you go. <laughs> Now, yeah. how do you feel that you've gotten to the point that you could call your son pussy face? I mean, I'm not at the point where I could call him cunt face, but I'm thinking by the time he's 16, we'll be there. Yeah. Your son is definitely like accelerated. I didn't hear my daughter say the word cunt until I think this year. But he, he and, I've, I don't think I've ever heard him say the word cunt, actually. It'll be soon. Yeah. It's no it's time. It's going to happen. No time yeah. he, he's probably said it. He just doesn't say it around you. Right. Yeah. Right. Even my daughter didn't mean to. Like, we were out playing Pokemon Go, and one of them refused to be caught. And she's like, come on, you little fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) She she just yelled it out, like, in a park, I assume. Yeah, we were, like, in town center. (laughs) It's like families around and shit. (laughs) Yes. That was, like, during the peak of Pokemon Go, like, back in So people were actually playing Pokemon, too. (laughs) There were tons of Pokemon players out there. She's like, come on, you little fucking cunt. (laughs) It was great. I was very proud, actually. (laughs) <laughs> how about you peter what have you been up to uh i spent december trying to search for a new roommate and that led me down a rabbit hole which i i'm glad that i got out of <laughs> um i started off asking for like friends of friends like you know people like my friends can vouch for like you know somebody i could trust and nobody was really looking so i was like all right well i like this house and i want to stay here so I'm going to roll the dice on Craigslist and see if I can find somebody, hopefully, cool on there to move in. Either that or somebody to bang. Maybe. I was going to say, it seems like the world of online dating. <laughs> and the cool part about the Craigslist thing was that I didn't give my phone number or address in the ad at all. Because I want to at least get to know the person before I give them any of my personal information. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. The great part of that is a lot of these people's emails have their name in the email address, so I could easily Google them before I even decide to respond. <laughs> well, that's to be your benefit. Like, they're stupid, but it works out <laughs> for you, right? So I got a rogues gallery of people who responded. <laughs> uh, this one guy, I, I looked on his Facebook, and it was like nonstop Trump stuff. And I was Ooh. like, okay, well, we're different politically, but maybe, you know, maybe he's an all right guy. Let's see. So I called him up, and for most of the conversation, he was trying to sell me health insurance. What? What? And I was, yeah, and I'm sitting there like, dude, like, this is about, like, a room in a house. Like, are you interested? He's like, yeah, but also, you know, I can really hook you up with some cheaper health insurance. I'm like, I have good health insurance. I'm, that's not what I'm looking for. And he just kept I think, pushing- you know, he's going to try to sell you, like, Amway and shit. <laughs> 
like he kept pushing it on me and i was like all right you're being way too aggressive about this and also you're a trump supporter so let's just cut this out and i blocked his number uh wow then there because he was being really pushy and i didn't know like what else this guy would be prone to do right so then i get this other message from this woman and she's like hey um I saw you have two bedrooms. Would it be okay for a couple to move in? And I was like, if it was the right couple, because mm-hmm. normally I'd say no, because that immediately puts me in a two versus one situation. Mm-hmm. So I talked to her for a little bit and she gave me her name and I looked her up and on Facebook and I saw that she's a Stevie Nicks impersonator. That sounds Random. amazing. And... So I was talking to her, I was like, oh, that's cool, like, you know, it's a cool thing to do on the side or whatever. And she's like, no, that's that's my job. I'm a Stevie Nicks impersonator. I was like... <laughs> so does she look exactly like Stevie Nicks? No. Like, <laughs> she, like she, she, she puts on, like, a wig she... and, like, the fucking witch outfit and shit. Okay. And sings songs at, like, random bars and stuff. Okay, okay. So I was like... I was like, So she gets paid to do karaoke. Basically, mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, is this like a fixed position at a place or something? And she was like, no, like, you know, it, it varies from month to month. And I was like, okay. I kind of want that to be my job. <laughs> I, was, I, was right? like, I, I was like, Cosplay I don't want to be, I don't, don't <laughs> be rude, but I can't rely on a musician for a monthly's rent. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but what? But who was the other? Who was her partner that she was going to move in with? Because I mean, maybe I had no inkling of. She gave me no no information about that guy. I'm assuming that he was a Lindsay Buckingham impersonator or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if he was making like a decent amount of money and he had like a steady paycheck, then at least right. it would have been covered. But it still sounds like a. It's a very like sketchy situation i assume that she was the provider since she was the one contacting me that could be maybe he has like a real job and doesn't have time to try to find an apartment right (laughs) well i if that were me i wouldn't be like okay stevie nick's girlfriend you go reach out and try to find somebody for us to move in with true true i really think you should have said yes um you should have considered the podcast just for the stories (laughs) just for the stories you know then there is this you gotta last... be a team player peter come on <laughs> uh at the end of the month there was this woman and like she told me a lot about her about herself in her email she's like oh i'm quiet and nerdy too blah blah like i teach a singing class and you know i do yoga and all this and i was like oh well this seems like a good fit want to make out <laughs> so like i met her and like we got a, we talked for a while and got along and i was like okay yeah you know you want to see the house and she's like yeah yeah so like she's walking around the house like oh like you know i got some furniture i can put here this room is great blah blah, blah. And i was like wow this could actually work so then i was like okay now we got to discuss the nitty-gritty and she was like well okay would it be okay if i'm not on your lease and i was like why and she, she was like because i don't have a credit score and i was like how old are you? She's like 38. And I was like, how the fuck what? are you 38 and not have a credit score? <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, I I try to live my life, you know, like debt free and blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I get that. But like having a credit score is important for like shit, like buying a house and buying a car and stuff like that. Like, right. It's something that you need to have. Like, like she just pays cash for everything for her entire life. 
Like, you could just, like, go out and buy, like, a fucking pack of gum on your credit card and pay it off and you'll have a good credit score. Like... Right. Yeah, but I'm just trying saying, to live like, off the grid. That's that's how they get you. When and she was like, "Well, we can have like a verbal agreement for the house." And I was like, "No, because what? that puts me in a bad position." Like <laughs> verbal agreement. <laughs> I was like, "What if you just like decide to get up and leave at one point?" Like I have, there there would be nothing I could do about it. Right. And she was like, "Oh, well, you can make it legally binding, like you know, through a a notary public or something." I was like, "That just sounds like we're doing too much." Instead of the right thing, which I just want somebody's name on my fucking lease that'll pay the rent on time. Yeah. So eventually I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get an apartment by myself. I, right. I like the house, but... I'm going to miss I, seeing your closet doors behind your face every time we record. <laughs> You'll see a new set of closet a doors. new set of closet doors. I mean, I, I could afford to stay here, but like, I wouldn't have any money for anything else. So, yeah. fuck it. So I'll, this is probably my last recording from this house. Oh, well, damn. Good luck with the search. I've narrowed it down to two places, and I'm going to hopefully uh, get one locked down before the end of this week, so then I have the rest of the month to move my shit. Wow. that's It's always stressful for me to think about moving. Like, my rent keeps going up, and I'm just like, I should probably look for a new place. It's like, even if I found a place that was a little bit cheaper, is it worth the stress of packing up all my shit and moving to a new place at this point like i've been here for 13 fucking years like i'm not going to move to a new place just to save like a hundred dollars a month or something like that you know well i'm not stressed about this one because each time i move which is pretty much every two years for one circumstance or another mm -hmm. i get rid of a lot of shit so like this move i just need to move my bed some furniture and a couch Mm -hmm. and no, we're all hoarders in this fucking house like it's just it's a disaster <laughs> like I, I keep waiting for the you know uh, TV crew to come in and just be like look at all this shit everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and one of the places I'm looking at is literally right across the street from me so like I wouldn't even have to get a truck or anything oh that's awesome actually those I found are like the short moves are the worst because, because you, you think don't tell me that <laughs> no I'm, I'm just warning you I'm just warning you because you get in this mindset of like where you think you don't need to pack anything up like oh you can just like carry it you can just put like all your books and just throw them in your car and drive them down the street and you're good but you still have to pack I promise you, you oh I, I was I was planning on that I wasn't just gonna like just throw all my books in my car or something. Take a book <laughs> one at a time across the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but, like, when Ben <clears throat> moved here, like, he was only about, like, a mile away or something like that. And we kind of did that. Like, we just kind of kept putting things. We were recycling boxes. Like, we were throwing stuff in a box and then bring it over, unpack the box, and then go back and get more. And it was, like, this <laughs> endless cycle for, like, and it, you know, two days or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry it to laugh. It was a disaster. <laughs> the, the, the amount of stuff I have, it, it shouldn't take any more than like an hour or two. Well, that's not too bad. No, nah, I, I was going to ask some friends and just say like, hey, I'll buy you beer or something. if you. Right. I mean, like I said, we are hoarders, so it was a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was a lot of fucking stuff. And that was after I had lost my larger car, like the one that was in the car accident four years ago. So I have a Mini Cooper. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of room to move shit in that car you know like it's i can get like a box that's it box so. <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what let's take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and talk about um some new stuff and things god i hate that i can never think about what to say other than stuff and things we'll be right back that's it uh-huh 
in my time off, like during the snow, I kept looking at this show, this new show on uh, Netflix, the OA or whatever it's called. Have either of you guys watched this? Because I'm hearing mixed things about it, and I I want to know if it's worth it. Because I trust your guys' opinion more than other people. I watched it. I watched some of it. <laughs> that sounds like a resounding. I, I, I think that, that gives you my I, opinion. I really liked it while I was watching it, but now that it's over, uh, I'm just like, yeah, this is okay. Like, I'm glad I watched it. But Like, one of the things I heard about it was that the ending was a lot, like, lost. And I just immediately thought, well, then why am I going to bother? I, well, I didn't see Lost, so I don't know about that. Um, I was satisfied with the ending of it, though. See, I, I've heard people get really pissed off about the ending, but I mean, it's kind of like like the Lost. Well, it or depends Sopranos on it something. depends on how you take it, because I feel like the ending kind of the butt. I can't <laughs> I can't answer this question without spoiling the entire show. So right. all I can say is it depends on how you take it. Um, but my explanation of the OA is as if it's it's kind of like uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, but satiric or but serious and not a farce um combined with some supernatural elements that maybe you'd see in something like stranger things okay um so it's an interesting show um and there's like a storyteller narrative going on that i enjoyed watching i don't know did you like that part of it peter did you even get to that part how many episodes did you see i got three or four episodes in. i just i just didn't care about anything that was going on (laughs) Like it, it to me, it felt like like going to Jenny's comparison to Lost. It felt like they were setting up mysteries and then just dragging out the mysteries just for the sake of dragging them out. Well, no, I mean, I felt like, every, but by the end of it, it felt like everything was answered. Um, but I know I had a conversation with one person who was really mad at the end because she felt like the end didn't answer anything. But I felt like it did. Um, but what I mean is like. <laughs> You don't have to drag out all the mysteries till the end. You can. But I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was way. dragged out. They did answer stuff along the way. You watched three episodes. And nothing <laughs> grabbed me. I was just like, eh, yeah, I don't care. How many but episodes are there total? Like eight, 10, eight or nine, maybe ten. Oh, it's not a lot. Yeah. So, like, if you go by, you know, normally I give a show like five episodes, but that's when you're talking about like there's at least twelve to twenty or something like that. Like, if you can't get me in like twenty five percent of the show, like, why am I going to keep continuing to watch it? You know. And if there's only eight episodes, you better get me in the first like two. Otherwise, you know, that's that's a quarter of the fucking story. The the first two episodes, I was like, you guys are really trying to be the next Stranger Things, and. But it I just, also think you hate everything, Peter. I don't. I like a lot of stuff. You just you just like to hate on things. Like anything that's big, you're like, I don't like that. Everybody else likes it, and it's not good. <laughs> he liked Breaking Bad. Yeah, I love <laughs> Breaking Bad. Watching that shit before it was cool. He's a fucking hipster, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I loved uh, Dirk Gently. I thought that was a really good first season of a show. That was an amazing show. Yeah. And that was one where, like, they set up a bunch of mysteries, and then by the end, everything was pretty much answered. And they were, like, kind of, like, getting there. You know, you could see progress being made on the mysteries. It wasn't like they're just dragging you along, and then they're going to reveal everything at the same time. Yeah. You know, like, it no, starts off with, like, I all mean, this... and that's what happened with the OA. They, there were little things at a time. And Dirk Gently, it, like, the first episode, it starts off with all, all of these seemingly random shit that, like, doesn't seem like it has anything to do with each other. But then, like, the show's tagline is everything's connected, and 
the further along you go, you're like, oh, this is connected to that. And you start to see how it all kind of comes together. Yeah. And it didn't feel like like it was just a giant drag. Like, looking back at Lost, there was a lot of fun stuff and a lot of, like, interesting things that happened. But, like, the main mysteries that they carried through, like, six seasons or whatever, it was, like... You could have set some of this up better. You could have, like, explained this two seasons ago, you know? Yeah. Like, so. they waited until, like, the final season of Lost to explain what the deal with the numbers was. And it was like, you guys could have answered that a few seasons ago and then moved on. Right. Like, and it wasn't, like, hardly any of them were really a good payoff, which is, like, a lot of my complaint with a lot of shows these days. Where it's like, they set all this stuff up and then it's just like, alright, big fucking deal, you know? <clears throat> so... I and I kind of felt that way with Westworld, where it was like, they set up some mysteries, and then, like, they dragged them out over the course of the season, when halfway through the season, a lot of us have figured out the mysteries, so then when they do the big reveals in the final episodes, we're, also, we're all just kind of like, yeah, we know, like, move on. Like, <laughs> See, I didn't watch any of that yet. I keep thinking I should, just because, like, everybody's talking about it, and I kind of want to know about it. Same with the OA, that's why, like, I keep thinking about checking it out, but it's one of those things where, like one particular person that I know that like hates all the things I like and likes all the things I hate. <laughs> um, he likes the show. So I'm kind of inclined to like never even watch it. <laughs> I think I know exactly who you mean. That's why I was laughing. Does I have, this person like sandwiches like too? What's that? Is this person like sandwiches too? Oh no, no, it's not. Sandwich oh, fucker. I it's thought a... it was a sandwich fucker. <laughs> No, it's he's he's another podcaster guy that we know. Okay, okay. Yeah. But Twin gotcha. Peaks is coming back soon and that's I'd like to see how they handle the mysteries with that. Oh yeah. I got to I think I never even actually finished the second season of that show. That's so what I think about it. The se- the se- the second season finale is like one of the best episodes of the show. It, it kind of there was a lull towards the end of the second season that I just I think like I, what, I like I was binging it over one weekend or something, but I didn't get very far. And then, like for the last few episodes, it was too spread out. Like I didn't have time to watch it, so like I kind of lost track of the story, and then I just never went back. So the second season does it, <clears throat> in the middle. It they've kind of had to stretch it along because the studio forced them to reveal the main mystery. So mm-hmm. then they were like, okay, well, what what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Like, why is this FBI agent still in town after they've solved the case. So like they come up with like some stupid reasons, but then you get to the finale and it's it's like, it ends on this Holy shit moment. And then it's like, Oh, now you have to wait 25 years to see how this gets resolved. (laughs) So that means I got to subscribe to Showtime again. Damn it. Or watch it through nefarious means, which we do not endorse. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. I guess like, could do that if i was a uh, evil um hulu stealer. actually has a showtime add-on i did see that but i have to see like whether it's actually cheaper to get it through dish or through hulu or whatever but yeah whatever. or if it's even worth getting showtime at all because other than twin peaks there's not really much on showtime that i'm interested in watching right i and gave up on homeland the um, shows that are worth watching on showtime all stop being worth watching after like season two Right. Or three. Yeah, like like <laughs> Homeland. I was I was Dexter. with that until like the third season. Then I was just like, eh. 
Well, they're shameless, but that just ended like a couple of weeks ago or something. And that's on Netflix. That's how I've been watching that. Yeah. But there's a new season that hasn't come out to Netflix yet. So I guess you, while you have it subscribed, then just watch the new season and catch up. Well, there's like eight fucking seasons of Shameless. So, I mean, by the time I catch up, the latest season will probably be on there. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. I don't really binge watch. I, I'll do like one episode every one or two nights. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of show that you don't have to binge watch and it doesn't... Like, there's a few parts of the story where I definitely watch, like, four episodes in a row, but uh, you don't have to. Like, it doesn't drive you to watch, like, every episode at once, which is kind of good. It's like it lets you have your own life at the same time. Well, the, their situation also kind of stresses me out. It's like, I, I don't know if I could watch them deal with their lives, like, for more than an hour. Yeah. Each yeah. night. <laughs> But sometimes, like, I watch that and I'm like, well, at least I'm not that bad off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think that's one of my biggest, you know, drives to watch that show is, like, their lives suck more than mine. This is this is comforting in a but weird I, way. But <laughs> I admire the way that they all come together and make shit work, though. Exactly. Exactly. So. See, Lauren's I like stuff, Lauren. Mm-hmm. I like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great show. The new episode was great. The gang turns black. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't see it. It's exactly what the title says. I still haven't seen the Doctor Who special. I haven't either. What? That's, I was, know. It was, um, eh. My DVR missed it, and we didn't oh. notice until like a week later when we went to go watch it. Oh. And, um. It should be on yeah. demand, right? No, you have to, if we were going to buy it through iTunes, you know. Okay. Whatever. But you have to buy the entire season. Oh. For like thirty bucks or whatever, and I'm like, well, you know. What about Amazon? Can't you just buy? Yeah, a, usually the you can get an episode on Amazon Prime. I think Ben checked all the things, and like the the way that they did it this year, for some reason, you have to buy it as part of the season pass, oh. which sucks because last year they like, did there wasn't it even a fucking season this year. <laughs> like, I yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was last season or whatever that they bundled it with, but it's bullshit. Mm. It's bullshit because last year they did it separate. You know, like when they actually had a season and then the Christmas special. Right. Like, why didn't they do it again? Yeah, like, this is, like, the first episode since last year's Christmas special. <laughs> like, it, it was okay. I think it was the weakest of the 12th Doctor's Christmas special so far. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm just glad I didn't go, like, pay to see it in a theater then. Because they had it, like, where you can go watch it, you know, Fathom Events. Yeah, I thought about and... doing that, but I was too lazy to go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that, but it's also, like... I think last time we went was like fourteen dollars a person or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's the, the Fathom events are a little are a little more expensive than regular movie tickets. Yeah. So So you have to make sure it's something that you really want to check out. Yeah, and we did that with the uh the second doctor thing, the cartoon that they came out with. And that was um that was an interesting experience. For more about that, listen to our other podcast, Playing Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we actually recorded an episode about that one. It's like the only one this year, kind of like The Doctor. We just came out with one. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. He had one year left and he couldn't give us any Doctor Who. Uh, so, are, are we done? Are we done with this show? I think we're just done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just done with life. Who let these losers have a podcast? <laughs> You know what, asshole? Anybody could have a podcast. Just listen to half the podcasts out there. It's obvious. Anybody can have a fucking podcast. It's right. going to be huge. Huge. 
Huge. Yeah, it's huge. Just like my vagina. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. It'll, like, after it's stretched, it'll just go right back to normal. It's fine. <laughs> Is it like, like flubber? Like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Silly putty, more like. It's like, like a it's like a rubber band. You like you stretch it out. And it's like no, it's it's actually made of silly putty because like I can take the comics and like press it against my vagina <laughs> and then like kind of peel away. <laughs> Beetle Bailey's just hanging out there. Is that, is that is that how Ben reads his comics? Yes, and, and, but then he has to hold it up to a mirror because it gets it's on there backwards, and then he has yeah. to reverse the no, image a second time. No, but he's left-handed, time. so he can read it the right way. Oh, okay, that's how that works. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the because the left brain is on the right side, and it transfers the image of the retina upside down. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's exactly. how that works. Yeah. So he has to read comics while smelling tuna. It's science. Hey, vaginas, vaginas don't smell like tuna. God, it like fucking salmon. God, <laughs> tuna. Why do people think vaginas smell like tuna? If it smells like tuna, there's a problem. Hey, I encountered one that smelled like a whopper. We know. So we I... talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm willing to believe any smell. He listened vagina. to the, the yeah the country spice uh, whopper episode. Yes, <laughs> whopperito. Oh, oh, <laughs> God, <A> whopper taco. <laughs> With a side of mac and Cheetos. Oh, oh, God. Oh, this got so gross. <laughs> See? You should have let me, like, just wrap it up That's while right. we had the chance. And wrap it up. one of the Burger King hot dogs into it. Ew. It's <laughs> yeah, chili and cheese. Let's wrap Fire it up grilled. like a Crunchwrap Supreme. Firehouse salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of that shit. It's like a buffet. Divers nachos all up on your chest. All right, guys. So we're Mouthy Broadcast. Go to mouthybroadcast.com, read our blogs. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Mouthy Broadcast, and then call us at 757-541-CUNT. And uh, tell your friends, because we're awesome, but also kind of retarded. I mean, yeah. yeah. Tell your friends to listen to us. See you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. Later. That was an excellent outro. You finally remembered how to podcast. Great job. Yes. <laughs> I just had to all of us all break. of us forgot how to intro. <laughs> but you, at <laughs> least you remembered how to outro. That was perfect.